there's joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'll be. Appreciate you being here today for the Bible Devotion Study Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church. I want to welcome you today. Hope that you're doing good this morning. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through Mark. And my, my, what a journey it has been thus far. We thank the Lord for the great opportunity today uh, to serve Him and to be with you as well as we study God's precious word together. If you have a copy of God's word nearby, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible along with me to Mark's gospel, chapter number 14. We know that Jesus is in his very last hours upon the earth before going to the cross of Calvary. On Calvary's cross, he would shed his blood to pay the sin debt, not only for you and I, but the sin debt for the entirety of the world. And as we're looking today, let's be encouraged today, knowing Jesus knew what lay ahead for him. And uh, there was the greatest of opportunities for him to fulfill the plan of God in which he did that willingly. And can I say to you and I, we have great opportunities also. Today, we're going to talk about that for a few minutes. And if you have, again, your copy of God's Word, Mark's Gospel, chapter number 14, and we'll read verse 8 and verse number 9 in our study this morning. I love our text verse, which will be verse 8, and we're going to follow it up with verse number 9. Notice in your Bible, Mary had come and she had anointed the Lord Jesus. She had taken an alabaster box of ointment, a most precious box of ointment, and that alabaster box of ointment was a priceless and a very, very dear thing. It was a very near thing to her. Uh, it was no doubt very, uh, very expensive perfume, uh, very likely imported from the East Indies. I don't know that for sure, but uh, the Bible doesn't clarify that. But more than likely, this spice and this perfume was used or would be used for uh, the anointing of the dead, which the Jews did and believed in, and they anointed their dead. They didn't have embalming methods in that in that day, and uh, they didn't take up the custom of the Egyptians. Thank God for that. Uh, but they didn't do that. But they did their own anointing and perfuming and uh, with spices and different things. And this anointing oil was given unto Jesus. Mary brought it in and it was precious. And she broke the box. That means likely that she broke the seal 
of the box. And she took that perfume and she poured it upon Jesus' head. She anointed the Lamb of God with the oil. And the Bible tells us in the Gospel of John that she wiped his feet with her hair. And the Bible also declares firmly how the whole house where they were uh, just filled up with the fragrance of that perfume. Could you imagine being there witnessing this act of selfless devotion as I think of Mary and I think of her love that she held for Jesus? Boy, it's amazing to me. And then she was criticized. And we know at the root of that was none other than Judas Iscariot. And uh, I believe the Bible teaches us that there could have been at least one other disciple and possibly uh, more, but I think it was limited. And uh, Judas had someone that followed with him. Usually you can get somebody to follow along with you. And Judas had at least one, I believe, according to the scripture, it speaks of a plurality, plurality of uh, plural, if you will, of those who were uh, there and following him and in the lead of criticizing uh, this dear lady. As we're looking here, Jesus came to her defense, rebuking Judas and whoever else uh, was criticizing Mary, and, and he just simply told them to leave her alone. And then in verse number eight, I want you to notice with me in your Bible, the scripture says that she had done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. So here, and I'm, I'm captivated by the first part of that verse, which says she hath done what she could. Now, I want to say that would be a great title for a sermon, a message from God that she hath done what she could. Can I ask you, have we done what we could? Have we done all we can? Have we done everything that God would have us to? Are we invested? Are we devoted? Do we love Jesus? Are we doing everything that we can? Well, I'd have to say that I probably would have to be honest and answer no, that I have not done everything that I know to do. And let me say this, we I uh, know the Bible says to him that doeth to, knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And so I realize that we need to be about the Lord's business. But can I say to you, here it is, this little lady, this lady by the name of Mary, the Bible says she had done what she could. Now, Jesus is the one that said that. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, I believe what we're looking at here is three things that I'm going to share with you. I believe, first of all, we see Mary recognize the opportunity. Before we do anything for the Lord, we must recognize that we do have the opportunity to do that. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men. And I notice what he said, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And so it is that you and I have a great opportunity. Can I ask you, do you recognize 
the opportunity lays before you that God has given you today to do good uh, to others. We should be willing to do good to help others. We have opportunity after opportunity, even in the church. The Bible says here, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And that is those of us who are born again, who are washed in the blood, those of us who are God's children, we should look after one another and we should do all we can. We should, first of all, recognize the opportunity when it comes our way. And oftentimes it is, I'm afraid many people today are not recognizing the opportunity. We should look for things to do to be a blessing to others just to encourage them. If you use your mind in that capacity, I'm sure that God will give you some things you can do to be a blessing and an encouragement for others. Doesn't have to be lavish things, doesn't have to be large things, but let God lead you. And if you'll let God lead you, even though it may not be lavish and large, but if you allow the Lord to lead you to do little things just to be a blessing and an encouragement to those who are the, of the household of faith. Can I ask you, how long has it been that since you just said to your Sunday school teacher, well, you know what? I really appreciate you. And I'm going to just do a little something for you. How long has it been since you maybe wrote a handwritten note and just said, this is a note to say thank you for your service to the Lord. Maybe it is that somebody you know that's going through a difficult time in their life. How long has it been since we have done something? We have seized the opportunity that is before us that God has given to you and I. Every day we should recognize the opportunities that lay ahead for us. And God says in his word, and let us not be weary in well-doing. I'm afraid in today's hour, there's just way too many people who are weary in well-doing. And the Bible says that in, that, in, that in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. And then he speaks about that opportunity. Let's just do good unto all men. And we should be kind and thinking of others more than ourselves. You take, for instance, the story of the Good Samaritan and how uh, what he did. And thank God for that story. We should relate that and apply that to our very life. Well, I see our time has already come and gone this morning. And in rather than going another 15 minutes, amen, we're going to break off here for today. And I'm just going to say this. I hope and pray that you'll be like Mary and recognize the opportunity of this day. And we'll come back tomorrow and we'll pick up our study in verse number eight again of Mark's gospel, chapter 14. Well, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. May God bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you next time for the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Bye-bye.
You know that I'm 